What if there was a way to build your business year in and year out, regardless of fluctuations in the economy or the activities of your competition? There is a way. It's called word of mouth marketing. Word of mouth marketing is a paradox. It is truly the world's best known marketing secret. How can anything be the best known and a secret at the same time? Easy. Practically everyone knows how important word of mouth is, yet very few people really know how to develop it effectively. Therein lies the paradox. Virtually everyone recognizes the phrase and its importance to the average business person. Yet those same individuals are often far less clear on the specifics of harnessing this all too elusive commodity. After this quick break, I'll prove that who you know can make you rich. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Somehow networking has been equated with hustling or the overt solicitation of favors. But on its deepest level, networking isn't about using people. It's about giving something of yourself. Networking is much more than meeting someone and getting a business card to add to your collection. It's also much more than simply working a room and handing out a stack of your own cards. I believe that networking is a vitally important skill that most people don't take seriously enough. Networking is about the exchange of ideas, information, and leads, a rare recipe. Everyone has heard the expression, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Take that to a new level and it's what you know about who you know that counts. Even more important is that your network of business associates, friends, relatives, clients, and colleagues don't just know you, but know exactly what you do and what makes for a great referral. And that typically is the first stumbling block to becoming an effective networker. In his popular book, Marketing Your Services, Alan Putman devotes an entire chapter to answering the question, what do you do? He says, creating an effective 20 to 30 second description of what you do is the most important task you will ever have in marketing. Think about it. In less than a minute, you must establish trust, get across your professionalism, develop an understanding for what you do, and be remembered out of all the other people who are also making an introduction. That's a tall order. Even when people know what they do and know they'll be in a lot of different social settings with an opportunity to introduce themselves, very few have prepared a memorable business introduction that will accomplish exactly that. Establish trust, get across your professionalism, and develop an understanding for what it is that you do. How many times are you asked the simple question, what do you do? It happens almost daily and is in fact a marketing question. It can open a conversation about your business and another's potential interest in what you do. The problem is that most people are uncomfortable promoting themselves. The key I've learned is to promote yourself in a way that demonstrates a service to others. The first order of business in creating a positive message delivered effectively is deciding what you're going to be, what you're going to offer, and to whom you're going to offer it. The age of image is here. From corporations to individuals, the impact of image is irrefutable. 
Because we are constantly bombarded with information and images throughout our daily lives, whether at work, while traveling, hanging out on social media, watching television or streaming services, or just driving around town, our minds have learned to assimilate these stimuli quickly and rightly or wrongly make a snap judgment and move on. So then it stands to reason that the success of your business, whether large or small, depends upon how you position yourself and what you project to the world at large. And I think it all starts with creating verbal magic, which means you have the ability to communicate with enthusiasm and passion while maintaining integrity to effectively reach people. When someone asks me what I do, I tell them, I am the wealth protection diva and I put a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. That's my personal benefit statement and without fail captures their attention. In crafting your personal benefit statement, keep in mind that it should be a short, succinct, descriptive sentence, not more than seven seconds in length. It should describe what you do and how it will benefit the person who uses your services. Effective communication fosters the ability to build relationships. Your next big sale, big deal, or big success is literally just one phone call away. Personally, I receive at least one referral a day from my network, and even more fulfilling is that daily, I give at least two referrals back out into my network. I have discovered the two most important questions to ask someone, how can I help you, and or what do you need next? And then you listen, and then you think about what resource, service provider, organization, or individual would be an excellent solution for their problem, help them reach their goals or achieve their dreams, or perhaps even to help them grow. Since business referrals are the principal tools and the valued currency of networking, you should make sure that yours are both timely and appropriate. So how do you give a referral? Is giving a name and phone number sufficient? Many feel that giving a name and phone number should be enough. They don't wanna invest any more time. However, a referral requires a personal touch and transfer of trust. To make a referral meaningful, a masterful handoff is essential. Referrals are really personal recommendations. That's why you wanna hand over your referrals with style. Make it work for both parties. Don't be in a hurry, get involved. Make the connection. With the personal touch, you will be creating your own moments of power to win the referral game. Most people are familiar with the saying, give and you shall receive. Many have seen this principle operating in their lives. It's simply one manifestation of the law of cause and effect. Sometimes this law proves itself almost immediately. Other times it takes years. Sometimes the result comes directly from the cause and other times indirectly. Remember the golden rule of networking? All things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. When we give to or do something for someone, we take an important step toward causing those no like and trust feelings in that person. Best way to get business and referrals is to give business and referrals. Why? Because when someone knows you care enough about them to send business their way, they feel good about you. Actually, they feel great about you. 
which produces the natural desire to give back to you. They also know that it's in their best interest to cultivate a mutually beneficial give-and-take win-win relationship with you. Of course, it doesn't have to be actual business that you give. It could be information that would help them in their business, personal, social, or recreational lives, or any other area of interest to them. What's important to remember is to give, not with an emotional demand that the person to whom you're giving must repay you in kind, but purely out of the joy of adding increase to the life of another human being. This is the grand paradox of giving and receiving. When you give purely out of the love of giving, you cannot help but receive. Yet, when you give only in order to receive, it doesn't work out quite nearly as well. There is one trait common to all master connectors. They constantly ask themselves, how can they add to the life and business of the other person? as opposed to what can they get from them. Sometimes it comes in the form of magic. My magic is in connecting and seeing possibilities. I can build relationships with other people, see their potential, and find ways in which my contacts can work with them. Yesterday, a friend and former client stopped by to say hi. As we were catching up, she shared that she was having difficulty finding good employees. She happens to own a machine shop. I asked her if she knew about Ace High School, which is literally a rock's throw from my office. She said she never heard of it. Immediately, I said I would connect her with the director and the career counselor internship coordinator. This is a no-brainer. The high school offers machining as a career program, and naturally, I recognized a way for her to get interns and certainly create a pathway for future employees. The high school wins because they'll be introduced to a new employer for student placement. It took me less than three minutes to make that valuable cross-connection. Giving, serving, and being part of the solution is planting the seed for quality business. People relate to you in a whole new manner when you have served them. The more you help, the higher you are on the other person's priority list. Also, the better quality of the referral you give and the more involved you are, the more motivated the person is to reciprocate by finding you the perfect prospect. What you've got to do is make it easy for them. Help the people who want to network for you how to do just that. Sometimes things we take for granted are confusing to someone else. Have you ever had a good acquaintance or close friend whose means of making a living was unknown to you? A friend of mine named Bill is vice president of an engineering firm. When asked what he does for a living, he replies, I'm an engineer. What does that tell me? What does that tell anyone? Absolutely nothing. I'd like to refer business to him when and if the opportunity arises, and I've asked him numerous times to explain in layman's terms just what he does and who his ideal prospects are. Unfortunately for me, but far more so for Bill, I still don't get it. He hasn't yet developed a simple method of explaining what he does. Another friend is a computer consultant. A computer consultant? What is that? It could mean anything, couldn't it? How am I supposed to know if somebody I'm talking to would be a good prospect for them? The amazing thing about asking for referrals is that most people go to great lengths to talk about what they do when they want a referral. However, very few actually describe the person or the company, the entity, that is the prospect. People believe others must understand what they do to refer business to them. Unfortunately, when you rely on another to figure out who would be a viable candidate, you leave prospecting to chance. Make it easy for others. 
describe the prospect. Paint a mental picture of a profitable client. If you're a chiropractor, you might tell me that anyone with neck or back pain would be a great referral. If you're an accountant, you might say, if you know someone needing help managing the financial end of the business, that person would be a great referral for me. A crucial element in winning the referral game is being able to describe your prospect in a manner so others will recognize a candidate as a potential client. After this short break, I'm going to share a very effective approach for asking someone for a referral. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. It always amazes me when I speak with business professionals looking for referrals to find out that they haven't really asked their friends, associates, networking partners, customers, clients, or patients for a referral. Mind you, most people will initially say they've asked for referrals, but when I've probed, I found that they asked for referrals from a very small percentage of their contacts. Some of your best sources for referrals will, of course, be the same people you consider primary sources of support and information. Others will come from entirely new categories of people, some of which may surprise you. Your best prospective referral sources fall into several categories. The first is people in your contact sphere, which is a group of businesses or professions that complement rather than compete with your business. My contact sphere includes bookkeepers, tax professionals, estate planning attorneys, insurance brokers, financial advisors, and bankers. A second category of referral sources is people you do business with, such as your hairstylist, dentist, or auto mechanic. By contributing to the success of their business, you gain their goodwill. 
to keep you as a customer, they're inclined to help you secure customers of your own, which should also include themselves. If you've been using their services for some time, these vendors probably know what you do and that you're a reliable, trustworthy person. Sometimes this is all the recommendation a potential client needs. Red flag. I need to share a quick story about this concept gone wrong. A friend of mine who works for a car dealership had been going to her hairstylist for over five years. The stylist, of course, knew what she did for a living, knew where she worked, and had even attended social functions at the dealership for a networking organization we were all involved in. At one of our events, she overheard her talking about this screaming deal she got in the Bay Area on a new car she just purchased. My friend was flabbergasted. She immediately thought back to how much money she had spent with her over the years, how many referrals she had sent her way, and in that moment, she vowed she would never do business with her again or send her any more referrals. It wasn't the fact that she bought a car from somewhere else, it was the fact that she was never called or given even the opportunity to be a part of her purchasing decision. It's like she said, she could have at least given me a shot. No surprise then that the lifetime value of this loyal client came to a grinding halt. In the business of referrals, trust is the most important reason a recommendation is made, and conversely, lack of trust, the single greatest reason referrals don't happen. There are countless ways that people within companies build and break trust with their customers, but most can be summed up with the term honesty. When you have trust earned by keeping your promises, you can make mistakes, own up to them, and correct them without loss. One of the hallmarks of a highly referred business is that they work as hard on fixing mistakes as on any other aspect of their business. The third category of referral network members is satisfied clients. It stands to reason then that a customer who comes to your organization by way of referral and then experiences your remarkable level of service is far more likely to become part of your referral team. Remarkable companies expect to receive referrals as a matter of course. In fact, they are confident something went wrong with their process when a customer does not voluntarily refer. If you truly believe that your products and services offer world-class solutions, then you're doing your customers a disservice by not making it easy for them to introduce these benefits to their sphere of influence. This is not an arrogant point of view. When you come to believe in, without question, the value you can deliver, then making that value available to as many people as possible becomes the higher purpose of your business. This is where your organic referral system will serve you most. When you're clear about your company's value and build a systematic cultural referral, you can come to expect referrals that are both authentic and profitable. And please note, the customers don't make up stories about you or your business. You create them. The customer simply retells them. How the story is told and what the content is, is up to you. It's based on your actions or reactions combined with their interpretations and perceptions. Word of mouth creates a classic opportunity to examine how customers can make or break a business after a transaction has taken place. If 50% of American business is done by word of mouth advertising, what's the word on you? This is probably a good time for me to interject a personal point of view. I work hard to never burn a bridge when possible. Even if the experience I had was negative, 
With time, I know it's more important to take the high road regardless of the interaction with a past client, vendor, business associate, or employee. They tend to circle back later in life. In fact, right before I came in to do my show, I got a call from someone I had interacted with close to 22 years ago. She was referred to me, actually reintroduced to me by my landlord, who happens to be hers too. She had set up a company on her own. That's the negative experience because she consulted with me and then went out and did it herself and was now having some very serious legal and financial issues with her current partner and needed to get a new company established before she loses her entire business. She's scared, frustrated, and didn't know where to turn. How interesting then that I was named as the source to get the help she needs. Thank you. All the networking in the world, whether through an organized networking group or any of the random people you meet, however, serves no purpose if you don't follow up effectively. I've seen people who work hard at making contacts, but whose follow-up was so bad that the contacts were lost. It's as if they networked halfway and completely lost sight of the potential to generate referral business. Follow-up letters, cards, emails, and phone calls set the stage for further contact. All things being equal, the more you're in contact with others, the more business you'll generate. I love meeting people for coffee, lunch, or happy hour. It's a terrific way to continue the discovery conversation after we first met, or for many of my contacts to reconnect and learn what's new in their world. Relationships grow and flourish only when you stay in touch with people and nurture them after the sale, association, or agreement has been made. Successful people realize that the closing of the deal, whatever that may entail, is not the end of the relationship. It's just the beginning. Now I want to share a very effective approach for asking someone for a referral. I want you to use the following phrase. I'm expanding my business and I need your help. Who do you know who, and then fill in the blank. You must not alter this phrase. It has been tried and proven successful. Once you become comfortable with this new phrase, it's very easy to ask your contact for a referral by simply saying, who do you know who? This approach provides you with an open-ended question format that allows people to think about the ways they may be able to refer to you. Most people who do not get a positive response to their request for referrals fail because they have asked a very specific close-ended question such as, do you know anyone who needs my service? In my world, a couple of questions I would ask, who do you know that invests in real estate and takes title in their personal name? Who do you know that is ready to start a new business and doesn't have any idea where to begin? Mark Twain said he can live for two months on a good compliment. All humans need and want praise, recognition, and acceptance. Acceptance and praise are two of our deepest cravings. We can never get enough. You can give simple praise to a child and watch them soar to the top of the world. We know how a simple thank you can make our day. Human beings have a psychological need to be respected and accepted. We need affection to satisfy the need to belong. We want praise so we can feel admired, and we want recognition to satisfy our need for personal worth. Whenever anyone refers business to you, reach out and thank them. It's that simple. In summary, I hope you understand the power of referral marketing, which is the least expensive, has the least risk, and has the highest leverage and highest potential payoff of any way to acquire new clients. If a client recommended you to someone else, they have committed themselves also. Referrals are your first line of business growth offense. 
Referral generated clients buy more often, buy more each time, stay with you longer, negotiate less, appreciate you more, and refer their own contacts with a high degree of frequency. All you need to do is start working a regular referral system and process and the clients will start flowing in. Getting business by referral begins with the understanding that there are people out there who want your services or products as badly as you want their business. The key to a successful referral-based business is putting the two of you together. It's not a random, passive process. It's a systematic, planned, active process that you can quantify and measure. Setting up a formalized referral system is also about the easiest business building lever you'll ever construct for your company or career. The effort it takes to set up a formal referral system is more than worth the small amount of time you invest. If you want a surefire way to generate new business, then focus on the world's best known marketing secret, building your business with word of mouth marketing. Knowing how to get referrals is really a matter of knowing how to be helpful to the people you associate with and how to ask for help in return. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer Screening Products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender.